Believe passionately in what you do and never knowingly compromise your standards and values. Act like a true professional, aiming for true excellence and the money will follow. David Meister. Hi everyone, welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming of age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey and Anne. Join us Wednesday evenings as we cover what it's like to be a 20-something. Hi all, so sorry it's been two weeks. Um, we actually both just got back from New York and it was super fun, so that's why we weren't able to podcast because um, we were actually meeting up in person, which was great. Yeah, it was so amazing. And I mean, New York City, the Big Apple, it's, it's a beautiful place, but I'm still recovering from my 10-hour uh, uh, bus drive to New York and back. <laughs> I know, poor Anne. Uh, it was so nice of her to, to, you know, take that. Oh, man, poor thing. But anyways, Anne has a really funny story. Well, I don't know if funny is the word. Interesting <laughs> story about how she got to New York. Um, so, Anne, I'll let you uh, take it away. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, well, let's just say, yeah, my, my bus drive over to New York was very um, interesting. It started out totally fine. I mean, um, got on the bus at 7.30 a.m., went through customs, and then our, I think it was our second stop in New York, uh, Glen Falls. Apparently, there's um, a prison not far from Glen Falls, but uh, we picked up some some people who had just gotten out of prison that, that morning. They were uh, getting on the bus and riding back to New York City to go back to, you know, their families, which I think that's totally normal, totally fine. But um, I did end up sitting next to someone who had just got released from prison for um, manslaughter 12 years ago. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was a little at first. I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. I mean, he did his time. Maybe, maybe he didn't pull the trigger. Maybe there's like other reasons, you know, everyone's got a past. But then he started asking me a lot, a lot of personal information and being very, um, a little flirty, I guess. And that just, I was just like, mm, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're, maybe you're got a good heart. I just, not comfortable with this. Like he was asking me like full name, where I lived, if I had a boyfriend, if um, what my phone number was, what when was the next time I was coming to New York, where I was going next, like where, where I, what hotel I was staying at. Um, I, of course, I didn't give out information. So creepy. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end he was like, um, well, not at the end of the bus drive, but like somewhere in there, he was like, oh yeah, next time you come to New York, I'm taking you to this restaurant, which I'm sure it was like kind of nice coming maybe he was like you know it was nice but i'm like mm, no thank you also i don't know when next time is i'm going to new york and so <laughs> but yeah i'm uh, i'm very glad my uh one of my classmates happened to be um on the bus which was so like what a coincidence but i'm very glad he was there and like for the second half of the bus he was sitting across the row from me so i had someone to like talk to very uh i'm so glad <laughs> I'm just glad you survived. <laughs> me too. And I'm glad no one followed me. Like, uh, I'm glad it's, uh, everything's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, New York was so crazy. It was a really, really fun time. Um, and I was there for a social media conference, which was super cool. Got to do a bunch of sessions on uh, roadmaps for LinkedIn and Facebook and um, trends for Instagram and met a lot of really awesome professionals. So it was a great time. Um, but Anne, what was your favorite part of our New York trip. Um, oh gosh, there were so many, so many fun parts. Um, I did like photo shooting a lot just because I just love photo shoots, you know? Um, big fan. Big yeah, fan. visiting like photo shooting in Central Park and like seeing 
the um, like all the buildings behind it that was amazing like I never thought like I would be there you know like <laughs> at least not right now um It was very surreal. it was the whole trip was very surreal and like even now I'm like part of me so like wow I like I went to New York for like three days like how how am I already back and it's just everything feels kind of weird but it was so fun what about you what was your favorite part Um, well, so we went to the Rockefeller Center, um, and we rode all the way to the top of like the 67th floor and got to like oversee the entire city. That was really cool. Um, that was such a super fun time, but I think, I mean, obviously like I loved my work conference. That was really engaging, but it was so good just seeing my best friend after so long and just like roaming around the city, like Serena and Blair from Gossip Girl. Like it was, it was a really fun time and New York is so much cooler, um, than I thought it would be like people were so much nicer and like the city wasn't as like dirty as I was expecting it to be I know right it's funny I told you the city's not too bad now next city you can visit is Montreal it's also much smaller than New York oh yes hopefully not as cold New York was so cold for me it was so warm because Montreal is so cold but it's actually really warm now like we had 20 degree 20 degree celsius weather today and it was so warm that's warm Yes, that's warm. That's like in the 60s, maybe almost 70s. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. I guess that's considered warm. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we got, uh, we got drunk off of some good champagne and uh, some Italian food. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Well, anyways, this week's podcast is supposed to be about a head start to professionalism, the summer edition. So if you haven't um, checked out Bailey's blog on tips for uh, scoring that summer internship, you should go check that out and then make sure to check out my blog on student professionalism tomorrow. Oh yeah. So let's dive in. Um, so Anne will get more into this in her blog this week, but uh, let's hear about your first semester of grad school. Anne, what was it like? Are you still alive? Did you get all A's? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, am I alive? Hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not quite sure. We'll, we'll have to check, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, It was hard. It was like the school part was definitely harder than um, I thought just because there's so much to juggle between like working at the lab, all the things I have to do there, all the like scholarships, which take forever to like write um, all like my article, my um, plus like keeping up with uh, like all the school assignments or studying for tests. But I, I don't know about my grades yet because they're not um, they're not in yet. I think I should know by like in one or two weeks I'm not really sure they haven't mm -hmm. told us yet but I, I'm hoping well one of my class I'm like 99.9% .9 sure I got an A in because I've gotten A's in everything and there's really no reason why I shouldn't get an A the other class we'll see <laughs> but um I'm hoping for an A I feel like I did a good, luck. good job <laughs> yeah thank you but um yeah I think that the hardest part of uh, graduate school was like putting like not letting things pile up which is kind of what I did at the end there but I just yeah it was a lot like all everything's is it, due. Is it better? Is it better than undergrad though? Um I think it depends on like your undergrad and things for me because I only took um two classes that part was better but all the time that I didn't work on class was spent on working on um my like research like research stuff so and, and it kind of like It was about the same like I was busy all the time I was um at the end I had to pull some all-nighters to study but I, I probably could have I've never a pulled bit. an all-nighter 
<laughs> I don't think I could do an old nighter. It's ever. hard. It's so hard to find the willpower, especially when you start falling asleep and you're just like, I don't even know what's real anymore. Oh my gosh. So do you think you can make the next, uh, what do you have, six semesters? Seven? Yeah. At least grad school is only like three more, two or three more semesters. The medical. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's only like a master's only, it's only about two years. Um, medical school after that is longer, but it's also medical school is very different. Like you have classes, but you also have a lot of um, like on hands stuff like uh, going into like clinics and shadowing and also like going to hospital, things like that. Well, we are all happy that you made it out alive and uh, hopefully your summer schedule gets a little less busy. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, but for a lot of you, you're either graduating or you're looking for that summer internship or you've already scored that summer internship. Um, but anyways, let's talk a little bit about your first kind of job, like summer edition, like internships kind of vibes. Um, so if you saw my blog, some of the major tips for summer internships is learn as much as you can. And Anne, I'm sure you're feeling this too in your internship. Um, but really, like, as an intern, that is your time to, like, soak it all in and to meet as many people as you can and to talk to as many people as you can. And it's okay to screw up because you're an intern. Like, use that time to explore and to learn as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like, summer even for me. But just to clarify, I'm not an intern. This is, like, this is considered a job. Definitely, like, this is a research position, technically. Student, but also a research position. So it's not considered, like, an intern. But you've been, but you've yeah, but I entered like last year and like in the past during undergrad. But just like right now, I don't. It's not the same as an internship. But yeah, summer's definitely the time to like strive. Yeah, absolutely, and like you know, try to get involved as many things as you can. Um, make sure that you're you're learning, you're growing. Um, you're the first one in the office. You're the last one in the office. Um, and this goes for entry level jobs too, like you know, really, like, make that grind matter. Because otherwise, like, you know, they're not going to remember you. And you want to make a measurable impression so that later on they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hire that person. Mm -hmm. And when you were interning, were there any uh, major things you did to stand out? Um, I think just working hard. Like, working – I definitely worked hard. I um trying to use my time as efficiently as I could during um the day. Like, I would – try and get ahead on um, all the statistics I was doing on writing my article, kind of trying to be one step ahead of um, my boss and like my mentor. So mm -hmm. that like when they would say, oh, maybe you should do this. I'd be like, oh, you know what? I actually thought about that. Here you go. Let, let me show you what I, I did. I already Exactly. Did. That way it's kind of like <laughs> showing that um, that you are being like, you're not just doing what they tell you to do. Like you're trying to be creative. You're trying to be original. You're trying to really just think outside of box and really like show you're passionate about it. Even if you aren't, just try and show that you're really like you really want to work hard and you really want to do just a little bit more than what they're asking. Absolutely. And that goes off of like, um, also, you should try to fill like a gap and a need. Like when you're interning, like you need to make it so that you're invaluable. So that they'll want to hire you or ask you back or promote you or whatever. Like you really got to like anticipate those needs before they happen like you're absolutely right that like proves like to be a good intern a good entry-level employee research assistant whatever like really just try to figure out what niche can you fit in and what can you fulfill 
and what problems can you take off your boss's plate before mm-hmm. they even happen? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Especially that, like last part, like for example, my, my boss gets about like a thousand, maybe 2000 emails per day. All of them are pretty important just because he's a researcher and a doctor. And so he has a lot of on his plate. He's also like kind of like going back and forth between the hospital, the clinic, other places like conferences like he travels so much like not just within the country but outside of the country too and that's like him going on like a plane is actually the most like time he has for himself but yeah so we try like me and like the other students we try and do as much as we can to like lift some of that up like before going to him with our problems we try talking to everyone else on the team and also like trying to figure it out ourselves and also and we just work very hard and like when he tells us to do something we do it immediately but yeah i think that makes you stand up like can we talk about the but the email though like Mm -hmm. you're so right like when you get into the real world there is so much email and no one prepares you for literally how much email you Mm -hmm. get and that just gets worse like the higher up you go on (laughs) that is so true (laughs) like i still have a good like 45 ish emails that are like pending but uh, just like your boss, like my boss will get like a couple hundred emails, a mm-hmm. couple thousand emails, like and like has no time to like read them. So it's like, okay. Right. <laughs> and then when you send them an email, you're like, okay, I'm just, just going to send another one. Or like, I'm just going to yeah. CC the secretary. That way I know you'll see it. Or like, <laughs> did you get my email? Let me just loop back around on this. <laughs> exactly. Like so eventually I'll just text be like, so about that email. <laughs> oh, I do that too. I'm like, if she doesn't answer on an email, I'm like Slack or, or text or Skype message. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hello, exactly. it's me. <laughs> but then um, when it comes to like interning or entry-level jobs too for this summer, um, do your research ahead of time. You know, dress, dress what the dress code is, dress business casual, come prepared. Like it's not going to be like a, like a fun kind of part-time like, college gig. You know, like you want to make sure that you're focused and you're there directly when the office opens and you're staying as late as you're supposed to, you're not on your phone. I think phone etiquette's a big thing. A lot of people will think it's okay to like text and stuff. And of course, if it's like something important, like your mom or something, like, yeah, it's okay to do that during your like your lunch break, but try to not be on your phone because that's like super distracting. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so true. Yeah, I agree. Like do your research, dress the part, and then start to get your, um everyone else there, like start to get to know them, like your your boss, the team you're working with, the other like entry levels or interns. Um, plus, you can make a lot of good connections and friends that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And especially if you're there for a condensed amount of time, you need to make as much of an impression as possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because whoever like you do meet during that internship, like they could lead to your next internship or if like you're looking for a job, they can lead to your next job. Mm-hmm. So true. And never burn bridges. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if there's someone you don't like or don't get along with, do not burn that bridge because you never know who might be your boss later, or especially if it's in your industry or like who might come back around in 10 years. So just like be nice to everybody, be professional with everybody. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like you don't have to be buddy buddy with them. Like you only have to talk to them when it comes to like work stuff, but just stay professional, stay polite. Don't, don't go talking about them behind like behind their backs that's not professional yeah and also like yeah don't be on social media unless your job like mine is social media <laughs> like um try try to just act as a as adult as you can while remaining like your authentic self 
Um, but the whole point is to like learn and to grow. And if you're not doing that, it's not the right position for you. Um, but if you do hate it and it's only a summer internship, it'll at least still be over in like 10 weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. At least, you know, just think about all the good stuff that will come, like all the benefits that will come in the future. It's it's worth it. <laughs> and what are your thoughts on unpaid internships? Um, I think it kind of depends on the industry you're in, but and also it depends where the internship is. But if it's a good company or like something you know has a good reputation or a good stepping stone, maybe, then I think it's worth it. Like, yes, it does suck that you're not going to get paid for um for that amount of time, but like you can still make a ton of connections could still like benefit you in the long term. So I think it's still good. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, if it's your first or second one, it should absolutely be unpaid because you're just trying to get things into your belt that you can like grow with and you can learn and put something to put on your resume so that you can get that nice paid one. Um, I do think everyone deserves to be paid for their work. But if you don't have the experience, then like I mean, you shouldn't be paid. So like if you if you can put yourself out there for your first one, do it on pay, do it for class credit, which is always super helpful, learn as much as you can and then get that nice paid one. I think that's a lot better. I had three unpaid internships and three paid ones. And obviously, like, I enjoyed the paid ones more, but I would not have gotten the paid ones if it wasn't for the unpaid ones. Mm hmm. That's so true. Like, unpaid ones, even if like, you're not paid, they still like they look great on your resume. They like boost it and they lead to like Bailey, they lead to that paid internship or a job they could because it's experience. So even if it's not paid in dollars, at least it's paid in experience. <laughs> at least you're getting something out of it. Mm -hmm, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so do you, um, does your research organization take on interns? Um, yeah, they do. They, a lot of times they take interns for, um, like, because um, here in Canada, a lot of science, like Bachelor of Arts or Bachelor of Science students, so they have to do a, a four-month internship, I think, in order to complete their bachelor. So mm -hmm. oftentimes the interns will be um, students, like undergrad students. But they also, or at least especially my um, supervisor, he likes to do kind of a pre-internship, so like an internship before he takes on a student so that he like makes sure that the student is happy and that the whole team is happy with the student too. Is that what you went through? Yeah, exactly. And it also helps a lot with scholarships and other things if I do decide to stay on. Or, um, or in some cases, like one of the interns that was with us for uh, four months, I think three or four months, she, it just, it didn't work out. So like, because she was an intern, um, my boss was able to say, I'm sorry, we can't like continue this. Um, so yeah, I think she's gone now. I haven't seen her. Um, but yeah, which is, it was kind of sad, but at the same time, like she wanted to do a PhD, but it just, it wouldn't have worked well with um, our lab. It was not a good fit. Um, so yeah, it was kind of nice to have that internship for everyone. What do you look for in recruits for when you're, when your team's looking at interns? Mm -hmm. What is it? What is a good resume? What is a good interview? Um, first of all, uh, so actually now my boss, like whenever he does view like interns and or other people he's considering on bringing on he actually like asks me and some of the other students like our opinions before and he asks us to also skype them so we do have like kind of this part in the interview um which is really cool but i think we usually look for obviously like experience they've had um 
how they would fit with our team because we all, like most of us work together for our projects, for our articles and all of that. So it's important that they like work well with us. Um, if they're, um, if they're ambitious, if they're like, um, if they'll do the work, we're a very, like we're a team that kind of pushes itself to like, we motivate ourselves. Um, I don't know. So someone who's, who will do the work, who will kind of think outside of box too. And who's, um, of course, like polite and nice. It's always fun <laughs> to have someone who's, uh, like who enjoys to go out like with us outside of work hours too but that's obviously that's not part of the the hiring that's <laughs> just a bonus um and yeah make sure like that what they want to works with what the lab wants but also like so true right and that like the lab what the lab wants also works for what they want because like we don't want the students or the intern to be wasting their time just as much as we don't want them to waste our time, you know, like kind of goes both ways. That's so important. Like, like when you're getting interviewed for internships or entry level jobs, you're also interviewing that company. Mm -hmm. And if it's not a good fit, don't finish. Like, don't, I mean, obviously finish the interview, but don't go through with the process and waste everyone's time if it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. Like do what you um, want to do. Like don't just do an internship because like, it looks good. Like if you're going to, if you know, you're going to be miserable and you know, there are other internships out there for you, then go look at the other ones. Like don't, don't get yourself stuck in like something you're going to be miserable. And I think you touched on something very important too, which is like a cultural fit mm -hmm. um, with teams. Like, cause I, uh, I help with hiring and picking our uh, interns for each semester. And I mean, they're obviously they need to have those physical tangible skills that are required when you submit your resume but what's even more important is that cultural fit and personality wise do they click do our values align because um a lot of times that's why people don't make it to the next level because if, if i mean you can have all the skills and all the qualifications on paper that you possibly need but if you can't care yourself if you're not charismatic if you can't engage and really like talk to me about what you care about like i'm not going to pick you mm-hmm Exactly. I agree with that. And then for um, once you start like that first, the first few weeks of your internship, once you are hired, that's a very important like period to show that you are meant for this internship, mm -hmm. that you'll do the work or that mm -hmm. you like you take what we tell you when we train you and that you actually use it, that you actually retain it and you're um, you're good at it. I mean, that's part of like the skill, having the skills to do it. But like for this intern that was just kind of um that just left yeah she <laughs> it was it took her the whole internship to learn things and she she probably still wouldn't be able to do certain things that for us took like a week to learn and it's I know it's not like sometimes people just it takes longer for it to click but our lab is so fast-paced that like the training they have to be able to do it like they have to be independent and um be able to finish the training after like two or three weeks otherwise it just it's too much work for um us because at this point we were spending hours during the week training her still and it was just mm -hmm. too hard well, that sucks and sometimes it just doesn't work out and like you know it just wasn't a good fit it's a learning experience for everybody mm -hmm. um i think what's kind of cool for both of us now is like we're kind of entering that other side where we're not and we're not entry level like within I guess now it's almost been a year that you and I have been out of school. Yeah. Which is crazy. So we're kind of entering that other side where it's 
it's looking at the how can I help other students? How can I help interns grow? How can I manage people? And like that's really exciting. And I feel pretty much still unprepared for that. <laughs> but, um, but, but, but our first intern that we had who just finished her internship um, last week or so said I was her be the best boss she'd ever had. And I was like, yay! <laughs> I'm only like nine months older than you, but yay! <laughs> Nice. That is amazing. I love that. <laughs> I like when other um, people who haven't been there as long are like, how do I do this and this? And oh, thank you so much. Or like, I just I love that because I'm like, oh, yay, I feel so like experienced. <laughs> right. And you're like, why? Yes, I am a like a seasoned employee. Let me show you how to do this. <laughs> seasoned. I like that. But right. But it's exciting, though. I mean, if you think about it, like you and I are like we're, we're not coming up on being a year out of school this week, this literally a year today, like this, like Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. How do you feel, Anne? Has the adult world ruined you yet? <laughs> no, not yet. I, it is crazy, but I, I'm loving it. I don't know. I just like it a lot. And I think you can focus on so much other things once you're outside of school. Like there's, it just opens this whole world of opportunities and other things like like side projects that you can work on and also just like you can focus on a lot more stuff besides your grades and tests and things like that right yeah it's it's exciting it's exciting I think we're finally like settling into like this is what adult life looks mm -hmm. like exactly and it's so much fun and even though we're still really busy at least it's just it feels very different you know and we're getting a paycheck <laughs> Which is so much nicer than like having to give all your money to something <laughs> and then do homework for right. it. <laughs> but it is, college is definitely worth it though, because we would not be here without it, so. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like you need, okay, well you don't need a college degree. That's, that's not correct. But most, most people, college is a really helpful time to actually network and meet people, which is the number one way that you find jobs and to like develop those critical thinking and social skills like you can probably develop a lot of those other hard skills without mm -hmm. college but you really really need those soft skills and those thinking skills and the ability like to meet a network in college like that is so necessary and I'm so grateful for college but I'm real glad that we're out <laughs> same here yeah exactly that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> Like I do not, I'm not envious, and it's apparently because I'm going to this uh, CU Boulder's graduation because a lot of our friends are graduating this year, um, and it's supposed to snow, and I'm just like, wow, glad I don't have to care about being all freezing cold and like getting cute grad pics. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. It's supposed to snow in graduation. Like I'm not surprised. It always does that, but like, still, that just sucks. But we had a really our graduation was, was so hot. It was like 80 degrees. I was mm -hmm. dying in no, that gown. It was gown. so so hot. I was so happy when like. They gave us ice cream, or like my department gave us ice cream. You got yeah. ice cream? I didn't get shit. I didn't even get the real diploma, just the case the diploma Oh, same here. I just got the case because the diploma got like mailed after or something. I don't know. But yeah, we they did give us ice cream, like water and so, or soda afterwards, which was nice. It's just, wow, I just can't believe that was a year ago today. I'm actually, I'm looking at the picture of us, of you and I in our graduation gowns, really? like right in front of me right Aww, now actually so cute oh my gosh what what babies and now we're traversing new york right? city that's the crazy part it's like one minute you're graduating and the next you're just somewhere else in the world you know you're living in the city or visiting the city and just walking alone in the city or with your best friend it's just so weird yes it, it is it's just like it's crazy and time moves so quickly as an adult like 
there's never enough time in the day. I have so many things I got to get done all the time. And then like I blink and three months have passed, Mm -hmm. you know? No, that's so true. And like all of a sudden you have all these deadlines. You're like, well, shoot, there's all these deadlines. (laughs) You're like, I don't know when I'm going to meet these, but it's a nice (laughs) spot. It's like, I'll I'll get it in eventually. Like right right at the last minute, maybe, but at least I'll be in. (laughs) Right? Oh my gosh. But anyways... Um, for those of you who are, oh my God, sorry, my phone keeps going off and it's like work, um, figures talking about work. Yeah, it's work. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Check out our blogs on professional development. Um, super helpful. You know, we believe in you. You're going to do great, whether it's your summer internship or your first job, like it's your time to shine. You got this. Don't be afraid. Everyone gets a job. I'm not joking. Everyone finds something for them. Don't freak out. Um, but in the meantime, Anne and I will be uh, sipping on cheap wine and reminiscing about the fact that we are no longer in college. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, you guys have got this. We believe in you. And time flies. So even if you're not completely happy with your internship, just remember, you'll blink and it'll be over and you'll still get the benefits from it. <laughs> I just can't believe it's Same. May. It's so weird. Oh, and I had my birthday and that totally just passed by. <laughs> That's also so weird. Like everything, like both for, we're both 22 now. That's crazy. Oh, frick. That's almost mid-20s, which is almost late-20s, which is practically 30. Okay, that's a little, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Can Can you imagine what we're gonna be like when we're 30? That's... I don't know. We'll probably be having the same conversation, like, oh, look that, we blinked and now we're 30. I hope I'm less of a buffoon when I'm 30. Um, anyways, this is still recording, so we're gonna stop it now, so, uh, ramble on. Ramble on.